I am Pastor Marv Combs, Area Assistant to the Bishop, Western Region. The devotion today is for the Monday of the first week in Lent, February 27th. The reading today is from the Gospel of St. John, the second chapter, verses 1 through 11. On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw out some and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine, and he did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when the people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. The devotion today. Once by some stroke of luck, I was able to attend discussions with the late philosopher and author, Dallas Willard. Between his talks and his book, The Divine Conspiracy, I gathered a wealth of guidance and encouragement. However, one conversation in particular has always stuck with me. He recalled as chair of the philosophy department at the University of Southern California, how he was challenged by the chair of the chemistry department to defend Christ's first miracle, the one performed at the wedding at Cana in today's reading. It's just not possible, the chemist insisted. The heat generated in changing water to wine would have melted those stone jars. Dr. Willard simply and eloquently answered, if Jesus knows how to change water into wine, he can handle those jars too. This is what we can reflect on today. Rather than look at the multifaceted nuances of this passage, the first miracle John records, we should instead look at how Jesus knows how to change us too. Martin Luther put it this way, so the movement is, from the law to the gospel, as the Lord made wine out of water. The law of this world presented Jesus with a seemingly impossible problem to supply an enormous amount of wine when all that was available was water. He solved that problem with divine grace and power from above. At this wedding power, the law was replaced with the gospel. As we broken sinners can focus too much on the law in our hearts and minds, 
Jesus Christ. Okay, that last paragraph I'll, re I'll redo. We, as broken sinners, can focus too much on the law in our hearts and minds, but Christ comes to us too with the promise of the gospel. By faith, we believe his promise and can answer our doubting hearts by reworking Dr. Willard's quote a bit. If Jesus knows how to change water to wine, he can handle my sin too. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, I pray today for my hope to be in the one who changed water to wine. While the law surrounds and convicts me, I trust in Jesus to transform me as well. Not by the same law, but by the gospel he promises. In the name of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, amen.